Hello, and welcome to Jane's Learning Plans, a podcast with speech-language pathologist Jane Nur. Good morning. Hello. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Jane's Learning Plans, and today we are going to talk about why would you consider using alternative and augmentative communication? So to start with, I'm going to tell you a little story about myself, (laughs) not my children this time. So uh, a few years back when I was in college and looking at uh, receiving scholarships, one of the options was uh, having an emphasis or focus on augmentative and alternative communication. I had no clue what it was, but my interest was building language development and um, money for college. So I'm like, well, sure, I'll accept it. It was in that process of um, learning this that I discovered that it is really an area of interest and passion of mine Um, because getting a child to communicate their wants, their desires, their needs was very important to me. And I saw the advantage of using technology to access this information. So I um, wanted to uh, really delve into it more. We went to a few conferences. Um, I was able to um, go and see different forms of not only augmentative communication, but uh, assistive technology, which during that conference, I was like, oh my gosh, I must be a geek. (laughs) Didn't realize it, but I guess I was. So I found out that um, this is really important and I just want to help as many children as I can um, and their parents uh, be able to help their children communicate um, in whatever mode of communication that works. So what is AAC? So AAC stands for Alternative and Augmentative Communication. Alternative communication is when a child has no speech and um, they need some other mode of communication in order to um, let people know what their ideas, their wants, their needs are. Augmentative communication, on the other hand, is for a child or adult who has speech, but they uh, it's limited in their ability to communicate all of their wants and needs, or they cannot be understood with the speech that they have. So the next question is, Well, if my child has speech, why would I want to use augmentative communication? Wouldn't that decrease their speech? And actually, it has been found that by providing that augmentative communication, you are uh, increasing the potential for verbal communication and you're decreasing their frustration at that moment, which stops that point when the child goes, "Okay, communication, it doesn't do me any good, so I'm not going to try anymore. This at least gives them some small wins, some small victory successes, so that they can then um, start to use verbal communication when it is possible. I personally love when um, you're able to use multimodals, different forms of communication, because in some situations that augmentative device or pictures is not the easiest and just saying a verbal or a gesture is easier. So it really just depends on the scenario and each child on how you would uh, incorporate augmentative communication. And so again, like I said, why would you choose this is because you want to decrease those frustrations and you want to increase opportunities and um, situations where a child can communicate. So what you're going to need, regardless of the mode of communication that you're using with the child, you're going to need to provide as much exposure 
to that system, whether it be sign or gestures or a voice output device. You're going to require um, a lot of instruction. So you as the caregiver are going to learn another form of communication. You are going to become bilingual, or if you already are, you're gonna be trilingual. You're learning a new language when you're learning alternative communication. And you want to give as many opportunities as you can for your child to develop that new form of communication. And you want to, it just needs to be part of their whole life. You don't want to, as I say, you don't want to leave their voice at home. You want to make sure that, uh, I had a teacher ask me one time, okay, so I'm needing this. They're not communicating at this time. And I'm like, well, where's their talker? Well, we put it away at that time of day. I'm like, well, does somebody come up and take your voice box and put it away at that time of day? She goes, no. I said, well, that's his voice. So let him have it all the way up until the end of the day or whenever, or find something that he can use at that time to communicate what he's needing to communicate. So it is very important to make sure that you incorporate the communication in an every area that you can. I just want to say shout out. Hi, Mary Kay. How you doing? I hope you're feeling well. Thank you for joining us this morning. And then so last but not least, if you know anyone that um, uh, their child is struggling to communicate and you don't know um, how you can help them, let them know about our page. Share this page. Have them email me. I'm available at jane at janeslearningplans.com. Or you can uh, reach me in Messenger through Jane at Jane's Learning Plans. So just to end this, I would like to tell everyone, you are amazing. Look forward to talking to you soon. So Friday, I'll be back live. See you then. Bye.